This podcast is a publication of the Engineering Management Institute, where we are committed to building professional development systems, including project management and people leadership programs that support the growth of engineers and their firms. Download our AE Industry Trends Report for insights on the great resignation, remote work productivity, and people-centric cultures. To get your copy, visit engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Engineering Career Coach podcast, where I'll be talking with esteemed guests from Stanley Consultants, featuring Lisa Norris, Talent Acquisition Manager, Anna Newhart, Traffic Engineer, Nicholas Teach, Transportation Engineer, and Kurt Grass, Senior Engineer, about the impacts and role of the Young Professionals Group, or YPG, at Stanley Consultants, and also their internship program, exploring its influence on the development and success of young professionals in the engineering field. I'm your host, Jeff Perry. I'm a leadership and career development expert and author of the book, The Intentional Engineer. You can find more on me at jeff-perry.com. And this is the Engineering Career Coach podcast brought to you by EMI, the first podcast dedicated to helping engineers and technical professionals with both their personal and professional development. Before we get started, here's a quick word from our sponsor for the episode, Stanley Consultants. For over a century, Stanley Consultants has been at the forefront of engineering innovation, relentlessly committed to improving lives and building a resilient future. We collaborate with government agencies, utility providers, and private industries to solve some of the most complex challenges in energy, infrastructure, and more. We put people first, leveraging cutting-edge technology and multidisciplinary expertise to deliver differently and exceed expectations. Be a part of our journey to create a connected, sustainable, and enriched world for all. Get in touch with our Stanley Consultants team today. Now it's time to jump right into the main segment of our episode. Today, I have the pleasure to have a whole panel of amazing people. I have with me Lisa Norris, Hannah Newhart, Nicholas Teach, and Kurt Grass from Stanley Consultants. Welcome to the show, everybody. As we get started here, I'm going to go one by one and allow all of you to introduce yourselves just a little bit more as we get started so people know who you are. So Lisa, I'm going to start with you. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners and explain a little bit about what you do on a daily basis? My name is Lisa Norris. I'm the Talent Acquisition Manager over at Stanley Consultants. Been here for about nine and a half years. My day-to-day responsibilities, mostly planning, developing, implementing efficient talent acquisition strategies, along with building a strong employer brand. Hannah, on to you. Hi, I'm Hannah Newhard. I am in our Phoenix office. I'm a traffic engineer, and I've been with Stanley for about nine years. Day-to-day tasks vary between traffic studies, um, doing analysis for that, and trip generation proposed developments, as well as design aspects, including signing, pavement marking, roadway lighting, signal design. All sorts of stuff. So you keep our roads excellent and safe. And some of the creative things that we might see in our roadways might be your responsibility. How about Nick? Let's go on to you. My name is Nick Teach. I'm a uh, transportation engineer. I have about five years experience um, working out of our West Palm Beach office. And my day-to-day responsibilities would be consisting of in-office design, site visits, 
and then sometimes occasional uh, field inspections and just uh, general design and management of smaller projects. And then Kurt, certainly last but not least, let's go to you. Hi, I'm Kurt Grass. Um, I work on the Chicago office here. I am a senior engineer in our roadway planning and design department. I've been with the company just short of 10 years, so coming up quick on that anniversary. My day-to-day can kind of be all over the place. We work with preliminary design, contract design. I manage a couple projects as well, so I get my hands in all areas of uh, most projects. So glad to have all of you here. This is going to be a fun conversation we dive into and get different pieces of insights and understanding from all of you. But Lisa, I'm going to start with you here. I want you to tell us, I know Stanley has an excellent program for early career talent and internships. So can you tell us a little bit about that initiative, some of the unique features and goals, and how does it benefit both the people who are part of the program, like the interns, but also the company of Stanley? Like many different companies, we recruit at career fairs on campus. We go and build a brand and We go out and use our employee referrals and we network. But what we do that's different, what sets us apart is our dedication to our internship program. I think that what we do is special because we align our mentor for each intern that comes on board. And we do this to provide each of the mentors guidance, support, and allow them a free space for open communication for them to ask for insights, ask for feedback. We want to just ensure that they have all the tools that they need to navigate in their new role. But also, we do lunch and learns. We provide seminars. We do training sessions throughout the entire program. We connect our interns to various different managers across the enterprise. So they're not just working with their one discipline and their one department, but we broaden their horizons by allowing them to see other things that could possibly be something they should explore maybe now in school or in the future. And then when you think about features and uniqueness and why this internship has been so successful, it's because we've really taken the time to create a charter. And this charter, it outlines clarity for all participants, whether you're the intern, the mentor, the young professional buddy, or a manager, everyone knows what their expectations are, what the goals are, and we establish those expectations. We outline consistencies. And then at the very end of the internship program, we allow the interns to do a final presentation. And during that presentation, they get to tell about their experience and their successes, their challenges, and everything that they learned during the program and have a final exit one-on-one program or just an opportunity with the manager and, and their team and their panel for what they've learned. And we also give them feedback as well as some things for them that they should continue to sharpen their tools on and their saw. And this way we can continue to improve our existing internship program. So I think just overall, it's a great team effort and everyone walks away as a winner. You know, it sounds great. And how important it is where you talked about that clarity that comes from the charter to make sure that everyone's clear on what the responsibilities and opportunities are. I know I personally have had some internship experiences, some 
really great and some not so great because there wasn't that clarity around what are we really doing here? And for a lot of people and students, an internship is certainly an early, if not the first exposure to a professional environment like this. And so to really help them have that exposure and understanding and be brought along the way through the mentors and the exposure and the experiences you have is so great. So Nick, I want to turn over to you to explaining a little bit about a group that Stanley has. And this is true about a lot of organizations as well that has a young professionals group. Can you tell us about your experience there? What's the purpose of the group and and what do you do? Young professionals group is comprised of the company's young members. The purpose of the group is to improve uh, the young member, young professional retention, to improve the young member, member engagement, the overall experience working for Stanley, and then uh, to improve our bench strength as uh, young professionals through uh, career development and education initiatives. So it really has a lot of goals, but the main purpose is to improve our experience uh, working at Stanley as a young member. Hannah, I know you're involved with the Young Professionals Group, YPG, as well. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience there and, and also like the structure? Who's leading this group? Is it the executives or is it the young professionals? Who's in charge here? And what are some of the activities that you get to get involved in? Nick and I are the current co-leads for of YPG for this fiscal year. And then Kurt is going to join me in the next fiscal year. But organizational structure, we have four pillars, development and mentoring, technology and innovation, network engagement and collaboration, and then recruiting and welcoming. And development and mentoring really focuses on providing educational opportunities to YPs covering professional, project-related, technical, or company-focused topics. Technology and innovation encourages innovative thinking and leverages technology to solve company, client, and industry issues, as well as educating members on these technologies. Networking engagement and collaboration is to promote social bonding and professional networking across the company and all offices. And then recruiting and welcoming assists HR in recruiting activities such as career fairs and other related activities, as well as engaging with the community and promoting engineering. Well, it's cool to have those different areas and those different pillars there to make sure you have different focuses and areas that you can engage each other and the groups of people that you're serving and also benefiting the company. So Kurt, I want to go over to you. You're obviously involved here and going to be part of the leadership team with Hannah, as she mentioned. Can you tell us any stories of successes that have come from YPG personally, or maybe helping some new engineers, young engineers come and grow into the company and grow in their careers in any of these pillars that you want to share with us? The group was started back in like 2018, so we're, what, uh, six years in. <laughs> and I think, you know, from when we first started to where we are now, there's been a lot of changes for the positive and bettering the overall experience. So some of that has come through the work that the pillars have done, as well as us working with our senior leadership team to create that better overall experience. So since I first got involved uh, when it kicked off in 2018, I started with our recruiting and welcoming pillar just as a member. And we saw that there were some deficiencies or areas that we can certainly improve on in our overall outreach and you know bringing members into the company and getting that really good first impression and first day or two in the door. So uh, we've worked hand in hand with Lisa and our talent acquisition team and HR, and we've developed, I think, several initiatives 
that have really helped strengthen that overall welcoming aspect. So we've helped kind of redesign how we do our career fairs. We're getting more younger members involved. So if they're in a local office and they're an alma mater, you know, we try and get them out to vote colleges. Maybe it's still friends or acquaintances there. So I think that was a big step as well as looking at our recruiting processes and kind of how things have changed over the last several years. The industry has really changed and the demand for engineers as well as making sure that we get those interns in early so they can see what we're all about. We can see what they're all about. We can start building that connection really early and then hopefully building that into an acquisition and onboarding them when they graduate college. So I think that was probably one of our largest successes specifically with that pillar. But um, the other ones certainly have provided a lot of benefit as well. Our network engagement and collaboration, you know, going through COVID was really tough. So one of the primary, I think, focuses of that pillar is looking at getting people back into the offer, certainly, you know, getting people to talk, go out and do lunches, do team building events after work, and kind of snowballing that into then office members, you know, saying, hey, that was really fun. You know, maybe we'll go do something next month. And then kind of building that process, uh, you know, build the culture within each office that we want to promote. And what a cool thing where Lisa and her talent acquisition team, I'm sure does a great job to try and, you know, help create these programs. But the people who are kind of the boots on the ground who are those early career engineers, you have that exposure and that understanding of how would we like to have improved the recruiting and the welcoming experience and how can we make that better for the next people who come along? So it's this continued partnership and how do we continue to improve together as a team? So Lisa, with that though, obviously Stanley's been doing some great things because they were awarded the Campus Forward Award for its innovative recruiting strategies and impactful internship and early career talent program. So congrats to you and the team, but I'd love for you to elaborate on these strategies that you implemented and how they've helped the company succeed and obviously be recognized for an award like this. We've won it again. So two years running, very prestigious award given to recognize our dedication and hard work to actually the entire team for excellence and forward thinking approaches to the talent acquisition for the company. I think it's benefited our company by hiring and attracting top tier talent various backgrounds. I think with when we look at our commitment to diversity and inclusion, we've created an, an environment that encourages many different perspectives. This kind of alignment and communication for collaborating with different partnerships across universities has allowed you know our internship partnerships to really focus on the curriculum and um, create a win-win for both parties. So when I, I look at all the strategies involved and all the hard work that's been involved in this the program, I think the recognition really comes in from just our commitment to excellence and innovation. I think that's really what contributed to the company's success. Programs like this can have multiple impacts on the company in terms of getting the right people in, improving the innovation, the engagement with the people and also hopefully keeping people around because they want to be there with Stanley as they continue to grow their careers. So congrats to you. Hannah, I want to go back over to you and talk about some more of your experiences in the Young Professionals Group. Are there any in particular initiatives or projects that you've been involved in, either as a member or as part of the leadership team as you are now, that have really made an impact on your professional journey and can growing your skills and abilities? 
Personally, for me, the mentorship program, it's one of our initiatives under the development and mentoring pillar, has been very impactful to me. I had previously helped kind of lead it and now have passed it along to some of our other great members. I participated as a protege as well as previously running it. And it's a program that was developed to pair young professionals with mentor from anywhere across the company. So I personally have been paired with an environmental scientist, which is completely different from traffic engineering. And I think this has really helped me develop in my professional career, learning from somebody in a different discipline than myself and gives me a different view of the engineering world itself. And what an opportunity to get some more exposure to things that you wouldn't normally think. But and you don't think about environmental consulting and how that impacts traffic, but there are multiple different types of engineers involved in probably most projects that you get involved in, which is why you have these cross-functional teams, lots of different engineers. And so to get that more exposure, but how does traffic impact some of the environmental work that the other teams would do? And so it's, it's good to get that exposure. Nick, I want to go back over to you. You and Hannah right now are, are co-leading the YPG group. That's something that you volunteered or maybe had to be voted in for. Not, certainly not something that anyone said, hey, Nick, you need to go do this. So what were those motivations for you to get involved a little more deeply than just saying, yeah, maybe I'll be a member or something? And how do you see this continue to evolve you and make an impact at the company as well? Yeah, that's a excellent question. And in this case, I don't want to say that I kind of fell into it, but uh, it was sort of a chance event how I first got involved in the uh, young member group. A visiting member was in our office for a site visit. And I remember seeing this person's name in some circulating emails. So back to 2018, it had just kind of been kicked off the group. And I saw some emails circulating about a mentorship program. For me, I, when I started working, I was always looking for some feedback, some sort of formal or informal mentorship for my coworkers from senior engineers. Just like, how is your career? What do you felt was the most important or what did you focus on? Was it like your soft skills or your technical software development or just um, communication, holding meetings or being a good uh, team member, communication skills? I think those are really important for engineers to get mentored on the first few years out of college. I got involved in the mentoring program uh, that Hannah was just explaining. And uh, it felt like it was a perfect place to grow my career. And so kind of just ex- ended up, yeah, volunteering for leadership positions and later serve as YP chair. So for the YPG, I think the YPG will continue to progress. I think it's kind of constantly can- evolving our initiatives and goals while we have charters that spell out our pillars and goals. And we stick to these initiatives to make sure, you know, we're making progress and hitting those goals. We can look for more opportunities um, and continue to grow and get better as young professionals. So after this end of this fiscal year, I'm really happy to pass it on to Hannah and and now Kurt. They'll take it from there and see how it uh, progresses. So I'm really, really excited for the, the group. Cool to see a group and a program like that that continues to evolve like you're talking about. Now, Lisa, from your perspective and talent acquisition and talent development, programs like this obviously have an impact on continuing to 
keep things going in the company? Is there retirements or other pieces of turnover? So what's your perspective from programs like the mentorship program that's been mentioned here and how that helps facilitate some of this knowledge transfer from the people who have been around for a while, but maybe might be moving on to the next stage of their life to some of these young professionals so that you can keep doing the great work you guys are doing at Stanley. It is so critical that we take that knowledge and we pass it on and we got to retain it and preserve it for the company. We really want to take those lessons learned and give newcomers, you know, a solid foundation so they feel like they can contribute effectively right from the beginning. I think we have a, a solid group of senior leaders and engineers that respect that integrity of that data. They want to take the time to pass it along. We pair our interns and our engineers and trainees with just various professionals across the enterprise so they can get this data as a whole and not just little bits and pieces. So we want them to, when that knowledge is being transferred, that they obtain all of it. We look at knowledge transfer as a benefit for senior engineers as well. It gives them a sense of, I can leave and I feel good about leaving because I'm leaving behind a legacy. And I'm also contributing to the next generation. Along the way, something magical happens and they too get to learn as they're leaving because these young professionals come in and they share with them new technologies, new methodologies that they're not aware of. So it's a very special relationship that happens when you see this knowledge transfer. So many people think it's the seniors giving it all to the young professionals, but really it's an amazing relationship when it happens because they're both learning from each other. And I love our Stanley culture. I love how we embrace it because I think that's what's made us sustainable for 110 years. And that's what's going to keep us successful for so many more. Love what you said there that uh, let's not forget that these young engineers absolutely have a whole lot of value to teach people who, even those who have been around for quite a while and doing this thing, because all those differing perspectives and experiences and, and just that fresh energy can help all of us as we think about these young professionals. So great perspective there. Kurt, I want to go over to you again. You've been around as an engineer for a while. You're a senior engineer. Talk to me about how you see YPG impacting the engineering community, maybe more at large, not just the people who are involved. And and how do you think you can try and work as you get into the leadership group here to get more engineers involved in the program to increase that impact? Looking at what it's doing for like our company, you know, it's giving younger engineers opportunities to kind of lead, develop, come up with new ideas, get involved, get in touch with some of those senior leaders in the company and industry. It really helps build some of those basic skills that I think impact the community at large. So, you know, communication, running meetings, setting agendas, you know, coming up with ideas, finding out who you need to talk to to get ideas implemented, which doesn't only affect the company, but, you know, like I said, the community at large, because those are skills that you're going to take on to later roles that you go to, maybe it's, you know, business development, or maybe you just become a PM, or you want to go into operations or, you know, other business units that exist across many companies. So it's really helping build that solid foundation for the next generation of leaders. And a lot of the time without programs like this, 
in companies, it can be difficult to really get those skills built and then, you know, improve on them further as you keep on going on. It starts here. It goes to professional organization, you know, after being involved with the YPG, you know, let's say I want to go lead a local ITE section or an ASCE. These are all the basic founding skills that you need, again, to successfully lead those organizations as well as other companies that you may work for in the future. So it starts when you're young, it starts when you're inexperienced and really kind of boosting and giving you a jump start on getting those skills down, I think is super important. Team, this has been such a fun conversation. I love all of the different perspectives you've been able to, to do. We don't usually do a panel interview podcast like this, but this has been fun to do. At this point, we're still going to transition over to our Take Action Today segment. When we come back, we'll get one final piece of actionable advice from the Stanley team. We'll be right back. Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. Lisa, I'm going to put this question on you as we wrap up this conversation. We've talked about a lot of different pieces in terms of internship programs, early career development, young professionals groups, and all the like. We've got a number of listeners who are in that stage of their careers. What's this final piece of actionable advice that you would give to them as they're continuing to develop and grow their careers? My advice to young professionals starting out and developing their careers is to stay curious, follow your passion, and remain ethical. If you, you pursue your passion, you understand your purpose, and you understand your why, you'll be great. Continue learning, be open to new ideas, embrace new responsibilities, get involved in events with your company, stay up to date with trends in your industry, and find a mentor who understands your goals, where you're going and where you want to go so they can help you keep you on path, but never ever forget the why you're doing it because that will drive you, that will make you successful, and then future's yours. Grab it, take it, let's go. Lisa, as we also finish off, I'm sure there's going to be some people who are listening who would love to learn more about Stanley and connect with the company, maybe even consider career opportunities. Where would you point them to learn more? Go to our website. We have a great website, stanleyconsultants.com. We're all over LinkedIn. We're very active. Indeed, you can find us all over the social channels. We're very active. I encourage anyone who's interested to make sure to connect with uh, the team here. And so thanks so much for all of you being a part of the podcast here and supporting the tech podcast and wish you and the Stanley team nothing but continued success in 2024. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions. You can go to engineeringmanagementinstitute.org where you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in the episode as well as links to any of the resources or websites that we mentioned in the episode. And don't forget to check out any upcoming live webinars for this month at the website as well. Additionally, for any engineers who feel like they need extra help taking the next career step or finding clarity in their careers, I've created some free training resources with an opportunity to join a more intensive program called the Engineering Career Accelerator. You can find more information at engineeringcareeraccelerator.com or you can go grab my career clarity checklist found at www.engineeringcareeraccelerator.com slash career dash clarity. 
Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering endeavors. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to download the latest version of our AE Industry Trends Report to get answers to the questions that you want to ask your staff, but you may be afraid to do so. How long will the great resignation last? How long should you allow employees to work remotely? And how are successful firms using data to grow sustainably for the long term? You can learn the answers to these questions and more by downloading the report at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org.